Welcome to Tay Learning. My name is Danny. And I'm Olivia. And we're your co-hosts. And we're tipsy Swifties tonight. Yeah, we be your tipsy Swifties. <laughs> and by that we mean uh, for the past two and a half hours, we have been having a beverage or two. Or three. Or, or a shot. Delaying the recording of this episode. But now we are on microphone. I almost said camera. We're on microphones. We're recording. It's happening. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, this episode is going to be chaotic because it has to be on that same note. We're going to try to keep it as put together as possible for you because we'll try, honestly. We'll try our best. Um, yeah. This is okay. I guess, disclaimer in case you didn't read the title of this episode this is the tipsy swifties we're not trying to be serious out here we're not trying to inform you we're not even trying to tailor you today oh, we're so just trying to ta- entertain you <laughs> in the past four and a half months of this podcast we've this four and a half months in the past four and a half months wow. of this podcast like in every single episode our goal is to educate and Fill people in on the history of Taylor Swift, and that includes the both of us. And it's very fun to be doing an episode where there really isn't a goal other than just to have some fun, do a little chit-chat, and you're part of the conversation. This week, Midnight's comes out. So, like, we're trying to keep it chill, keep it casual, build the hype. We're trying to be hyped. So, therefore, we are celebrating in the name of celebrating. What are you drinking, Danny? Okay, so I made a margarita and like a real margarita. So there's no margie mix. Uh, <laughs> a real margarita is only technically tequila, um, either triple sec or Cointreau, lime juice, and simple syrup or agave syrup. Why am I being educated? I'm t- learning you about Danny is a bartender. Okay, <laughs> if you can't guess, yes, that is true. And uh, I switched out triple sec for blue curacao to make this midnight blue. Well, it's not really midnight. Cute. It's like a neon blue. It, it's blue, though. It's it blue. fits the theme. It fits the theme, which is the point. Mm-hmm. And I'm also doing shots of tequila. Wait, where'd my shot go? Oh, I put it in you the put freezer. put it in the fridge. Oh. Freezer? I, yeah, I put, put it in the fridge. Put it in the freezer so I can get it cold quickly. I forgot about that. I'm going to take it at some point during the episode. Olivia will remind me. Olivia, what are you drinking? Okay, so I'm not a bartender, so therefore my drink is not fancy. So I was browsing at the grocery store today, trying to figure out what to get because I live in Michigan, so therefore my grocery stores have liquor. I don't know. I know some <laughs> places don't, so I guess I had to tell, the, tell people it's that. It's true. <laughs> so I found this like mixed cocktail. I was originally going to do a blue margarita. That's what I gave Danny the idea. But um I found this pre-mixed cocktail. I'm like showing Danny in the Zoom call as if you guys can see it too, but I know you can't, so sorry. It's apparently an agave wine and it is like bright blue. Like it's not that bad. It's not that great. It's 13.9% alcohol content to kind of cut the weird flavor of the blueberry. It's a little bit strong. I've been mixing it with lime white claw. So that's what I'm drinking. It literally <laughs> it feels like college right now. So bad. I'm not even out. It's a Saturday night. We should be enjoying ourselves. It's a Saturday night when we're recording this. This episode does come out the Wednesday yeah. before midnight is released. This we're is couldn't... Saturday before midnight. So we're like five days from release. Correct. We couldn't just get shitty in the morning on a random Tuesday and record this episode. No, we record most of our episodes like 
before work in the mornings on a random ass weekday, usually Tuesday before the Wednesday drop, to be honest, because we suck. Fast forward to me on Tuesday night like, <laughs> until 3 a.m. rapid editing. <laughs> oh, this one's going to be such a pain in the ass to make sure that we don't sound chaotic. But at the same time, we're supposed to sound chaotic. That's we're drunk. And if you're listening to this, you should have a drink, too, unless you're on a yeah. sober journey, in which case don't do that. In that case, do whatever you need to do to, um, you know, have a great time. And if relax. While being sober, we fully support. Absolutely. But if you do drink, do drink along with us. As long as you're not operating heavy machinery. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm putting, okay. I'm putting in disclaimers. <laughs> there isn't a whole lot of structure to this episode. We knew that there would not be. However, this isn't just going to be us giggling with no we reason. We have a theme, I swear. Olivia, what's the theme? We are going to drunkenly go over every line that Taylor Swift has mentioned. Midnight or midnights, plural. Mm-hmm. Or the middle of the night or a sleepless night. And maybe will be fun and mention every lyric she's ever said the word night in in anticipation of midnights does not want us to sleep but it's fine because she can't sleep either yeah that's not my <laughs> fucking problem she can't sleep either <laughs> my boyfriend is also drunk tonight he came home from a party like literally 20 minutes ago and he's making nachos right now oh, so and i can good. smell them and they smell so good i had tacos earlier my boyfriend went and picked up tacos for us for dinner so that I could eat something before I started consuming alcohol. I should have asked him. I should have asked him to get an extra taco for my drunk ass. Yeah. Yeah. I, wasn't I thinking. had tortilla chips, literally a Costco sized bag of tortilla chips sitting next to me so I could snack during this episode so I wouldn't get like uncontrollably wasty. And he stumbled in all drunk. He, he had a DD. His DD is sober. His DD is one of our roommates right now. So he, he's safe. But <laughs> stumbled in all drunk and was like, I need a snack. And for context, we just moved into a house and we have not been like grocery shopping like we normally do. So therefore we have no snacks, but we have tortilla chips and shredded cheese and an avocado and sour cream. So therefore he is making nachos right now and he stole my drunk snack. Unbelievable. Fire and cancel. And he probably won't bring me any nachos because I'm upstairs. Because we have like, you know, an upstairs and a downstairs now that we live in a house. And it's just so much work when you're drunk to walk up the stairs, apparently. Can you bring me nachos? I know I'm several states away. (laughs) Coming to Michigan early. So So for those who don't know, next week or this week, I guess when you're listening, Danny is coming to Michigan and we are going to celebrate the release of Midnight's Together. We're going to kind of throw this big old party for the two of us. I bought a bunch of decorations. I can't wait for Danny to see them. And it's going to be awesome. We're going to have so much fun. And we're dressing up, even though it's just two of us. So be sure to check on Instagram for our pics because you know we're going to be taking them. Yeah, we will. All right. So we're going to be doing a drinking game throughout this. And if you're listening to this and you have the ability to play along, play along with us. We're going to go through the songs where she mentions any time in the middle of the night. So when she mentions midnight, middle of the night, can't sleep. That's a big, hefty goal. For Olivia and I, we got to take a big old drink of our drinks. And you too, listener at home. Mm -hmm. But if you're in Finland, which is our second most. Hey, Finland listeners, we see you. Populous country. We like a a good chunk of our listenership is in Finland. They just overtook Germany. Germany, come (laughs) take it back. We dare you. Uh, And if she mentions 1 a.m., we'll take one drink, 2 a.m., two drinks, etc. Before we hop into this drinking game, 
just a warning, you probably will hear us consume the beverages on mic. I'm not going to mute my mic every time I take a drink. So if you have problems with mouth noises, like my sister does, this is your warning. So now Olivia has a wheel and on that wheel are all of the songs that mention any time in the middle of the night or sleepless nights or can't sleep or what the fuck ever. She's going to spin that wheel at random. And if you're thinking, well, I can't see the wheel, neither can I, babes. You and I are together on this. I am trusting Olivia as I typically do. Okay, so this wheel contains songs that mention, like Danny said, any time in the middle of the night, the phrase middle of the night, any time that she insinuates that she can't sleep. But it also just mentions random nights. And if we hit one that's just a random night that doesn't sound like a sleepless night, we get a freebie, no drinks. Okay. And I already explained the rules for the other ones and mm-hmm. we'll play clips as we go. You know, I'd be putting in those clips. Mm-hmm. So let's kick it off. Let's do it. The first one is tolerate it. So in tolerate it, she sings, I wake and watch you breathing with your eyes closed. I wake and watch you breathing with your eyes closed. That's a freebie, I think. Really? Because that implies she can't sleep to me. Oh. I wake and watch you breathing with your eyes closed. And the whole premise of the song Tolerate It is she has a lot of anxiety around her relationship with him and whether or not she, he actually cares about her. So she wakes up in the middle of the night and watches him just breathing. Olivia's a Tolerate It stan. Tolerate It is in my top three. I'm passionate about Tolerate okay, It. Okay. Be- I think that's a sip. Then we'll do a sip. Let's do a, a sip. A little sipperoonie. Cheers. Cheers. You can hear the ice and I love it. <laughs> I did it on purpose this time, actually. <laughs> okay, so now to break this episode up, we're going to talk about each track on the album and what we think it's going to sound like. Yeah. So we'll start with track number one. Track number Lavender. one is called Lavender Haze. And she's already talked about what the song is about, so we can't really speculate on what it's about. We know that it essentially is, I mean, it's about Joe. It's about being yeah, really in love protecting her personal relationship with him from the rumors that circulate about their relationship as they do because she's such a massive public figure exactly so like i'm not taylor swift and i'm not a lyricist but if i had to guess it would sound something like what illicit affairs would sound like You're but like, if it were what? about someone you were actually in love with that's the thing about illicit affairs and clandestine meetings and stolen stairs. They... Right. Like, this God, is what it feels like I... to be in a lavender haze. Like, I'm such a fucking lover, Stan. <laughs> All that I picture when I hear the, the phrase lavender haze is there's a lavender haze in me. That's all I hear in my head. Dazzling haze, a mysterious way about you, dear. I want it to be a really dramatic love song, but it's the opener, so it's not going to be. Probably not. Her openers are usually bangers to like set. I can't even imagine like a fast love song in the way that she described it. Like I can't imagine her like being upbeat and fun and being like, this love is a lavender haze. It's blip, blip, blip. Like I can't, I can't picture it. I don't know. I'm, I have no idea what this is even going to sound like anyway. So, but yeah, that's all I picture is lover. (laughs) Listening to this. Like a week from now, we listen to this episode and we're like, oh, you fucking idiots. Yeah. And of course, like the line from Lover, dazzling haze, 
lavender haze it's the same amount of syllables lavender haze about about? (laughs) okay olivia roll that wheel rolling Ooh, we have better man let's see what better man has in store she sings I wish it wasn't 4 a.m. standing in the mirror saying to myself, you know you had to do it. I wish it wasn't 4 a.m. standing in the mirror saying to myself, you know you had to do it. I know. Four drinks. Four drinks. Bitches. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to edit us drinking out because it's going to take us a second to drink four drinks. So if you're like, wow, you did that fast. It's because I am in here <laughs> editing with my whole ass. Future Danny. Mm. Mm. All right. <gasps> we came up with a good structure drunkenly, honestly. I like that. He's really dead. I'm proud of us. Okay, so the second the second song on the album. Maroon. Oh, God, what an awful time for Adam Levine to be outed as a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> I've seen a lot of people speculate jokingly. I will say jokingly 100%. It's jokingly. I know it is. I know it's a joke. That it's like a weird version of Red. <laughs> And that'd be so loving, funny. Loving him with maroon. Oh, maroon. <laughs> maroon. Maroon. I, I genuinely don't know because she has a really, an excellent talent when she's songwriting for taking words and using them to describe things that I would yeah. never have tied together. Like, loving him was red. I've never thought about that before, but that bitch was right. It is red. Yeah. I knew exactly what she was talking about. So what is maroon? Because maroon, it doesn't represent a love. We know at this point, like, red is that burning, passionate, like, toxic level love. And she thinks that true love is golden. So what is maroon? Like, maroon, like the color of a dress or something? Like, she was wearing a maroon dress on a night that she couldn't sleep, you know? That's, you know? that's what my brain went to. I imagined if it is a love song or if it's about somebody else it could very easily literally just be in in the chorus like your shirt was maroon i was standing there like like, teal was the color of your shirt when you was the color of it yeah grass where i used to like yeah she loves colors so it's not surprising that she has another song with a a color title i mean eventually i think we should do a drunk app on all her color references because despite her having an album called red and her having a song called red she uses colors all the time it's not surprising that there's another color song track it's not it's just it's so interesting because it could be as dramatic and as analogous as red being tied to a relationship or it could literally be your shirt was maroon when i came in the door or yeah. the shoes were were, were maroon the night yeah, that we met. Yeah, it could be something really stupidly mundane, like leaving the Christmas lights up till January. God. <laughs> January 1st, take them down! <laughs> I, it's so hard to tell. And yeah, this one's hard. Yeah, I expect kind of a slower vibe for some reason. I expect a slow vibe for most of these songs. I'm not gonna no, lie. I hope not. I wanna I wanna throw my ass in the club to this album I want and a pop rock thing. But with these song titles, I don't know what to expect. Roll the wheel. Rolling. Happiness. Dappled with the flickers of light from the dress I wore at midnight. Leave it all behind. Dappled with the flickers of light from the dress I wore at midnight. Leave it all behind. All right, let's take a big old gulp. Big old gulp. Oh god. Mm. Oh god. 
My lips are blue. I look like a white walker. Danny's lips were blue like I've never known. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Anti-hero is track three. She, okay. Taylor pronounced it anti-hero. I just want to put on the record that I may say anti-hero because that's how I pronounce the word. But um, the song title is anti-hero. I've been saying anti-hero my entire life, but anti-hero. Okay. Okay, this is totally, this is so stupid. I would not be saying this if I weren't lit. But when I think of anti-hero, like, is Deadpool. Yeah. Is Deadpool. Okay. Who plays Deadpool? Ryan Reynolds. Who's Ryan Reynolds married to? Blake Lively. Who's Who is Taylor Lively? Swift besties with? Blake fucking both Lively. Exactly. She, well, both of them, yeah. Yeah. A lot of her folklore names are their children. And the gorgeous. Gorgeous. It's their fucking child exactly spoiler for whenever we get to those apps yeah so nice of blake lively to be pregnant again so that her new baby could be around for the rep re-recording <laughs> well like death. ryan reynolds is deadpool you cannot convince me i haven't heard this song yet i don't know what it's going to sound like or what it's going to be about but you cannot convince me that taylor swift did not see ryan reynolds in deadpool <laughs> hear the phrase anti-hero and think oh my god that's gonna be a two is like especially intimidating because taylor has told us already on her instagram reel that this is one of her favorite songs that she has ever written (laughs) and it goes into detail about how sometimes she struggles to picture herself as a human because she's taylor swift so this is good this is giving me nothing new but on a whole new level if you don't know what an anti-hero is, essentially it is a protagonist of a story that does not take on traditionally heroic traits. So like Deadpool, as an example, if you haven't seen Deadpool, Deadpool's a mercenary. He kills and harms people and threatens people for money, but he does it to people who in his brain deserve that. So those are not heroic things that he's doing. Those aren't heroic traits, but He's an anti-hero. You root for him even if he is ethically ambiguous. Yeah. So big ass words for a drunk She thinks of herself like that too. When like we look at her like the light shines out of her ass basically. Yeah. She thinks of herself from what we understand from what she's talked about. She thinks of herself as an anti-hero. Yeah. That's crazy to me. I'm. This is probably one of the songs I'm the most intrigued by just based off of the title alone. Like what is she hiding from us? Yeah. What do you mean it's your favorite song that you've ever written, Taylor? Have you heard the 10-minute version of All Too Well, Taylor? Do you genuinely see yourself as ethically gray, as ethically ambiguous, as not a moral compass that points true north? Right. I mean, I guess, like, we are not quiet about our criticisms of Taylor Swift on this podcast. And I wonder if she is also just as introspective with herself as, like, we are on the outside. She knows that, like, her supermodel friend, entourage, I guess, was looked at the way that it was. She's aware of that. And she herself was like, that's never what I intended. But, like, I guess I can see how it was seen like that. Yeah. I'm sure she looks back on her feud with Katy Perry and is like, oh, why did I say that in my interviews? (laughs) She's not perfect and she knows Yeah. Olivia, before you spin that wheel again, we're going to talk about our favorite sponsor when we're sober, when we're drunk, whatever. Anchor! And 
while we're thanking people, I just want to give a special shout out to my favorite podcast, the Booked and Boozy Book Podcast. Um, my girls, Brooke and Jada out there who run a podcast that's all about books. So if you're interested in books, they're really awesome. Please check them out. Mm -hmm. um, they always do episodes where they discuss a book that they read together and they discuss, you know, the plot and what they think about it while also getting boozy. So a lot of this Tipsy Swifties series is inspired in part by their entire podcast because I love them and want to emulate everything that they are because I just think that they're so cool. So <laughs> this is to you, Brooke and Jada. Cheers. Cheers, Brooke and Jada. Okay, so now, Olivia, spin that wheel again. Let's keep this train rolling. Spinning. Mm, 22. It feels like a perfect night for breakfast at midnight. For breakfast at midnight to fall in love with Big old uh, gulp, my friends. Big old gulp. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Ugh. I'm going to be drunker than my boyfriend tonight, and he's pretty drunk. Stick around to the end of the episode after our <laughs> theme song. The fourth song on the album is called Snow on the Beach, featuring <sighs> Lana Del Rey. Okay. And mm, I've tried to listen to Lana Del Rey. And I haven't tried that hard, I will say. I could be swayed, but I have a feeling this might be my least favorite just because Lana Del Rey kind of bores me. Lana Del Rey's music isn't really my thing either, I'll be honest. I, I Boring isn't the wrong word, but it doesn't feel like the right word for me either. I just don't find it particularly intriguing in general. That being said, there's like, Lana has a song called Happiness is a Butterfly. And when I am like super fucking sad, happiness <laughs> is a butterfly hits. And she's got songs that just do that, but they're so few and far between for me. I listed this track list to my boyfriend, Kaz. We weren't drunk. We were sober at the time. <laughs> <laughs> unlike tonight and uh i read this track list title to him and he goes is she gonna sing about coke on the beach sounds like cocaine it sounds like fucking cocaine Snow on the beach <laughs> it sounds like she's doing cocaine on a beach <laughs> which saying. this is like a funny point funny point interesting point i suppose is a better word she gave us a fucking Easter egg for this one in her little clip of the making of Midnight's TikTok. She literally took a video of her on a beach during winter when there was snow on the beach. And in Lavender Haze, the Target exclusive vinyl and CD are in Lavender. I don't even know how this song could, could sound because again, my mom goes to Happiness is a Butterfly and it goes, snow on the beach. Like that's it's so I like, like it's, this one is gonna be definitely slow. It has Lana on it, and yeah. again, Lana Del Rey is a great musician. She's got a very calm, soothing voice. I just the fact that those two are together is very intriguing to me. But I also thought that her and Phoebe Bridgers to me, I was like, that's an interesting combo. And then it spurred nothing new, which I think is yeah, fucking incredible. So we'll see. And I feel like Taylor has clearly taken to heart the criticism of Swifties of her features with men give them their own verses 
whereas her features with women typically would only be backup vocals. And I think she tried to kind of make up for that in um, Red Taylor's version with Phoebe's feature, because that's the first woman feature Taylor Swift has ever had where the woman had her own verse. And so I expect that from the song with Lana Del Rey. I, I hope to see that. And again, Lana Del Rey has a beautiful voice. It's butter on yeah. hot toast. I get it. Her music for the most part isn't for me. But like, I listened through Norman fucking Rockwell. And that yeah. that's the name of the album. It's literally Norman fucking Rockwell. And it's a great, <laughs> it's a really great album that I don't feel intrigued to listen to again. Right. But I understand how people can see her as this marvelous musician and lyricist yeah. and vocalist. And I'm excited to see what they do together. I know. And Lana Del Rey, I feel like, has a fan base that, while a lot of it does mix with Taylor, a lot of it does not mix with Taylor whatsoever. And I feel like if she only treats Lana Del Rey as backup vocals, it could kind of like alienate that part of Lana's fan base. Whereas if, as I suspect, I do suspect that Lana has her own verse or two, it will kind of draw in those other fans which is never a bad thing. Spin that wheel. Come back, be here. You said it in a simple way. 4 a.m. the second day. How strange that I don't know you at all. 4 a.m. the second day. How strange that I don't know you at all. (sighs) Four drinks. Four drinks. Again, I'm cutting through these so you don't have to hear us gulping. Mm. I literally feel like I'm at a frat house. Same. Mm. Gross. So the fifth song on the album. You're on your own, kid. Which I'm terrified of this one because what the fuck is you're on your own, kid? So... Okay, so this album is obviously, as she said, about sleepless nights throughout her life. So there are several times throughout her life, I've given this a lot of thought, that she has had that thought or had that told to her verbally. But if it's about she's had that thought, it could have been the second she signed that contract with Big Machine and became an adult at 14 before she was ready Mm -hmm. to be an adult. It could be when the world turned against her in 2016 and the feeling was you're literally on your own, kid. Like, yeah, I'm just, I understand the concept, but I'm just nervous for how the phrase is going to tie into the song. I'm worried that this phrase is going to take me out of the song. I, does that make sense? Taylor, yes, it does. But like Taylor is so excellent at making phrases that shouldn't fit into a song fit. You're telling me that when you saw the phrase, the last great American dynasty, you weren't scared as shit. And then it was this beautiful, I'm not going to sing it. Let's just play a clip of how well it plays. They said, there goes the last great American dynasty. In fairness for that one, though, I didn't have, like, over a week to sit on the title. I had less than 24 hours to sit on the title. I didn't even think about that until it played. That's fair. And Folklore is obviously different than anything she's done before, which Midnight's could be, too. But... She's very good at making yeah, you're right. titles I know. fit. I trust her. It's track five. She knows what track five is in her history of her discography. So like, she knows what she's doing. You're right. I'm just worried. Like, the lyrics would be beautiful. Like, the feeling was wicked. He looked at me and said, you're on your own, kid. Like, it could be beautiful. And yeah, I liked that. Okay. And it's going to be w- better than that. <laughs> yeah. I want to point out another Taylor Swift Easter egg. 
when she did the NYU graduation speech, she said multiple times, you're on your own now, multiple times. Oh, my God. Yeah. Woof. Didn't realize that one. I just can't wait. I cannot even, like, wrap my head around the fact, like, it is currently 1.32 Eastern time on Sunday, October 16th. A.M. Yeah, A.M. This is is the middle of the night. In my dreams. Okay. I can't fathom that in less than a week we'll, we will have heard these songs. And this is like the addition to Taylor Swift's like baby of a discography. And this is just going to be our normal. My brain can't wrap around that. Neither. Roll that Anywho. wheel. Rolling. I'm going to be hungover tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm. I bet you think about me. 3 a.m. and I'm still awake. I'll bet you're just fine. Fast asleep in your city. It's better than Than mine. mine. 3 a.m. and I'm still awake. I'll bet you're just fine. Fast asleep in your city. It's better than mine. Much better. Remember how we've listened to that song and originally did not like it and now it's fucking amazing? Incredible. <laughs> our, our distaste for country music runs deep, but our love for good songs runs deeper. Cheers, three drinks. Three drinks. Make you a new one. Danny just finished her drink as she needs to make a new one. I have a seltzer now. Boring. No, make your still- blue drink. It is blue. Pour it into the thing. That's purple. <laughs> God, don't spill on my computer. Put some oh, blue curacao in it. Blue, okay. This is color than like most seltzer seltzers. <laughs> it is colored. We don't have a we don't have a sponsorship. Shout out to Boulevard Seltzer. <laughs> Shout out to Boulevard. Refreshing. Okay, I'm gonna throw some blue curacao in this, okay. and get my shot out of the fucking bridge. Is that a shot of blue curacao? No, no, no. It's a shot of tequila with a drop of blue curacao in it to make it blue. Do you want me to do a shot with you? No, you don't have to. Uh, will I be a weenie if I don't? No, you can wait. Are you sure? I feel like a weenie. Okay, then get a shot. I'm scared. Can it be a half shot? Sure. I'll be back. Okay. <laughs> I just feel like if we're going to do this, we should both do it all the way. You know what I mean? Agreed. Where are okay. we at? Where are we at? We just We just talked about a song, I think, and now we have to talk about track six, right? Yeah, we just talked about a song. So track six is called, I'm like out of breath. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) We will never finish this episode. Mm -mm. Poor future Danny. So track six is called Midnight Rain. And if I haven't heard the title of a Taylor Swift song, I have now. Because that is such a fucking Taylor Swift song title. Hmm. Midnight Rain. So here's the thing about Midnight Rain and knowing Taylor Swift. It could literally go like in the chorus, she says the phrase Midnight Rain. Or she could say, I think about you every midnight. And the midnights that I don't think about you, it rains. This track title gives me fearless so hard. That's just because it's a like because it's in a storm in my best dress fearless that's the Come only fucking reason now, okay oh <laughs> i'm excited for this one this one just song title alone might be my favorite <laughs> taking taylor swift out of it and like the metaphors behind it whatever 
when you're outside and it's nighttime and it's raining and it's like a warm rain, not like a cold, frigid, uncomfortable rain. Like a late spring thunderstorm. Like May. May rain. And a thunderstorm's hitting and it's the kind of thunderstorm where the lightning is going from cloud to cloud and not going to the ground. And so you don't even really hear it. You just see the sky light up and it's raining on you. Oh, that's okay, so, so fucking I Midwestern like, of us. <laughs> yeah, for real. So Midwestern. I have, I have really vivid memory of this specific kind of rain from when I was like 14. I was dramatic. I was listening to Fearless like it was my full-time job because I did not have a full-time job. I went to high school and I listened to Fearless. Okay, that's what I did. And this boy, okay, was my first kiss. We talked like romantically for one week and he broke up with me he didn't break up with me we were never official he ended things with me okay it was for 14 year old olivia (laughs) i'm I'm kidding i'm I'm being a bully i'm being a bully continue (laughs) olivia was a sad girl okay (laughs) and literally in may even though this thing that we had was in march in may during these spring thunderstorms at 4 a.m olivia would literally put on a dress her best dress fearless you know if you will and walk outside and lay in the driveway girl what i wish i was making that up this is legit olivia did this at 14 years old she put on a dress <laughs> and laid in the driveway in a may thunderstorm and cried <laughs> your neighbors your neighbors were like what the fuck is going on with this? yeah our neighbors that legit spied on us <laughs> called the police like hey i think this girl's having a mental fucking breakdown i mean i was for 14 i was having a mental breakdown <laughs> that oh, boy dear. that talked to me for one week and kissed me a couple times i thought we'd be together forever <laughs> so for context this is why i loved taylor swift so much as a teenager because i felt her songs so hard to the point where i put on a dress and it wasn't romantic, like put on my best dress, fearless. It was let me go cry in the rain. Two types of people. <sighs> Olivia, with your dramatic ass, spin the wheel. <laughs> dot dot dot. Ready for it? In, in the, the middle, middle of the night, night, in my dreams. You should see you should the things, see the we, things do. we do. Baby. Baby. Mm. in my dreams track seven question that 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 question mark i i literally this is the album track that i am the most confused about i have questions if you will i don't fucking know couldn't guess literally when taylor did her midnight's mayhem with me and was like question i was like yeah fucking taylor i have questions like, even the other song that she has that has the dot, 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 question mark is ready for it. So what this leads me to believe, just so we're clear, because she's written this throughout her life, I guess is the entire point of the album, is the question was written during the Reputation era. That's it. That's all I have. I have no fucking idea what this song is. Interesting. Says. That's my That's theory. an interesting point, because that is also the only other song I can think to relate to is the dot, 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 ready for it, question mark, and how perfect that we just got that randomly on the wheel right before this one yeah dot 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 question mark this is question dot 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 question mark yeah and 
I don't know. I feel like her song titles are really intentional. I think back to the song openers uh, episode that we did and we talked about ready for it. And I emphasized the dot, 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 ready for it, question mark. And you're like, <laughs> and I'm like, no, like she does that on purpose. Like that's intentional. She could just write ready for it. She could just write question. So what is the dot, 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 question mark? Point being that that's what that invokes in my brain is that the ready for it vibes. I have nothing else. I don't know what it's going to be about. Couldn't guess if I wanted to. I'm sorry. That's my only commentary. I don't know if you have any more on that one, but I'm really intrigued by this one. This one does not give me slow vibes. This one gives me not slow vibes, but that's all I got. (laughs) I thought you were having a nacho. No, I'm just throwing. I I I'm going to eat it. Oh, God. I'm going to eat a cheese crisp real quick. Boyfriend made me so many nachos. Look at this plate. Oh my god, I want. It sticks. This I'm is like it. almost all the way sideways. Just got sour cream on my chin. Mm. You have sour cream on your lip. While you're chewing, spin the wheel. One more nacho. Only the young. It keeps me awake. The look on your face the moment you heard the news. It keeps me awake. The look on your face the moment you heard the news. You're screaming inside and frozen inside. You did all the it keeps me awake devastates me but it keeps me awake is that a gulp it's a gulp it implies sleepless i feel old i can't drink like i used to me neither that song is so beautiful um we're at track eight right yeah the one that i am anticipating probably the most which is vigilante shit yeah what the fuck imagine telling people oh my god my favorite song by taylor swift it's vigilante shit this is the song title that my boyfriend said, I feel like Midnight is going to have a rebellious vibe. He said that? Yeah, he said that today. What the he fuck said, does that mean? I feel like it's going to be a, a rebellious vibe. Who names a song Vigilante Shit? <laughs> my brain goes back to Deadpool as it typically does. Deadpool's a vigilante. What does this mean? Yeah, maybe she's just been watching a lot of Marvel. Mm, me too queen because i mean reputation was really heavily inspired by game of thrones so maybe she just went through a marvel binge i don't know but all i know is that vigilante shit basically can't be a single because it's vigilante shit that can't go on the radio right and the clean version is just like the eye is starred out vigilante 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 Like a little, like, like a lord shushing her fans. Olivia, spin the wheel. But while it's spinning, take your little shot with me. Oh, God. Get that bitch up in the air. I have regrets. Smells like college. Good. To Taylor. To Taylor, my favorite anti-hero. Always on her vigilante shit. Always on her vigilante shit in her maroon dress. While she's in a lavender haze. Asking a question. Falling on the beach. Cheers, bitch. Oh, cheers, bitch. Mm. Oh, my God. When was the last time you immediately knew something was a mistake? Right now. <laughs> what song is up? <clears throat> I need to. Oh, we can't continue. <clears throat> God. Let me eat a nacho. <laughs> okay. So up next. According to our wheel, we have, you belong with me. Oh, 
I remember you driving to my house in the middle of the night. I'm the one who makes you laugh when, when you, you know about you're about to, to cry. Big ol' sip. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> Imagine playing this podcast episode for a founding father. <laughs> in the middle of the night. God, she's always loved the middle of the night. That was so long ago. Fearless era. I mean, okay. girly, I get it. I cried outside in the middle of the night in your name, Taylor. The, mi- the middle of the night has been vibes forever. It's the middle of the night right now. We've never recorded it. It the really of the night is. <laughs> it's 2 19 a.m. Eastern time. <laughs> okay, okay. The fuck? Um, track eight? Nine. Nine? Track nine. The jeweled. Oh my god, Taylor. I cannot with you and your fucking Easter eggs. Oh my god. Bejeweled. The bejeweled bracelet. Which we both got, and it was actually very reasonably priced. It. it was reasonably priced. It came and it was great quality. It came really quickly, and it's so fucking cute. She loves her Easter eggs, and that was such an obvious Easter egg. Go listen to the Clowny yeah. Street episode if you want to oh, hear yeah. us talk about some unobvious Easter eggs or things that piss us off. That was an obvious Easter egg. My brain goes to this love from 1989. This love is bejeweled. Obviously, that's not the fucking lyrics, but it feels like she's describing something literally as bejeweled. Yeah, I definitely picture a really pretty song with this title. Do you think that her jewel-covered outfit at the VMAs was an Easter egg? Like bejeweled. Like bejeweled. What if that's a, what if that's a single? We're not getting a single from that girl after the album comes out you know the day the album comes out she's gonna push something on a pop radio yeah the day this the day the album comes out she's gonna push a single but she's not gonna give us an advance with no way no fucking way we're past that point honestly i don't blame her it's gonna be like folklore and evermore like she had like a lead single but we didn't we weren't able to hear that before the album released you know what i mean merit because i feel like Let's use folklore as an example. Cardigan is not the favorite of a majority of the fandom, I think. I don't know. Like, everybody has their own favorite of a folklore. Like, mine is Invisible String. Yours is The Lakes. (laughs) The the Lakes. The bonus track is my favorite from folklore. Like, honestly. Exactly. The fact that there isn't a lead single people like what they know unless it's something ridiculous which again i know me and shake it off have their merits they're very few people's favorites off of the albums of 1989 and lover but lead singles if you're familiar with it it might be your favorite not having a lead single has its merit it allows people to have it be their favorite without them seeming basic and it also allows it to not be an automatic favorite of those who don't know better danny How much drink do you have left? Let's finish this drink right now. Why? Because I feel like we've been the same level of drunk this entire episode. No, 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 not we took a shot. Fucking fine. I can't, mine's carbonated. We could be slow. (laughs) I think we just need to up our game a little bit. I'm drunk. Same. All right. We'll just drink faster. We can do that. We need to drink more often. I feel like we've been we've been stagnant. You're ridiculous. (sighs) All right, roll it, roll that wheel.
But if you left, thanks for hanging with us. Listen, this is my toxic trait. When I'm drunk, I push people too hard and I can't even handle it. As someone who's gone out with you before, facts, and I love it. 100%. I'm always the one vomiting at the end of the night and I'm the one pressuring people into doing shots. Olivia is not only the one pressuring people into shots. If you say no more than once, she'll be like, what if I bought it? What if you're a little fucking bitch? And yeah, then it escalates to full-blown insults. <laughs> what if I manipulate this random-ass douchebag next to us to buy us drinks? You're going to say no? Nope. Yeah, literally, it's like, what if I buy? No. What if I call you a little bitch? No. What if I manipulate that guy into buying us drinks? No. And then it's, what if I post you on social media and call you a little bitch? <laughs> and by that point, you already have a drink in your hand. It's game over. <laughs> it's true, because that boy I manipulated bought me and all the girls shots. <laughs> And it was great. What are you going to do? Turn it down? No, you're not. You no, ma'am. Or like I do and I don't want to do a shot. No, you're not because I'm going to watch you because I know that people do that because I do that. <laughs> what is What does the wheel of truth say? Delicate. So there are two quotes from this that I have. The first quote is, long night with your hands up in my hair. Long night with your hands up in my hair. Sexy, hot, implying a sleepless night. That's a that's a big old goal. But let's see what's next. Long night. The next one is sometimes I wonder when you sleep, are you ever dreaming of me? Let's take a big old goal. This one, though, doesn't imply a sleepless night. I mean, I guess maybe she's sleepless, wondering if he's ever dreaming of her. I took a gulp. I'm going to take a second one just for you, Queen. Okay. I have a set of glass straws. Whenever I take a drink, my glass straw does this. The clinking is actually giving ASMR. Yeah, I'm a glass straw bitch from now on, honestly. You can't. You can't change me. Oh my God. As Lil Dicky once said, we love the earth. It is our planet. It is our home. Just wanted to say. We love the earth. It is our planet. We love the earth. It is our home. <laughs> I never thought I'd mention Lil Dicky on a <laughs> podcast, but here we are. Here we are. <laughs> I love Lil Dicky. My music taste is varied, okay? Okay, so track 10. Track 10 is called Labyrinth, which is the one that I'm really interested. God, I can't fucking talk. I'm intrigued by this one. This one I picture to be a beautiful song because I can picture Taylor being like, oh, the word labyrinth. Oh, what a pretty word. That's what I picture. She loves like beautiful sounding words that aren't necessarily beautiful. Labyrinth. Labyrinth has a lot of meanings and it could be, once again, I'm falling into this trap of love songs, which is not all that Taylor Swift writes about, but that's where my brain falls to. But that's what I hope for Midnight. I want more wedding level love songs from her oh my god olivia is in her lover era all the time jesus christ literally i let i met my boyfriend when lover came out i met my boyfriend okay okay (laughs) 
I met my current day boyfriend three weeks before Lover came out. And if you had listened to our Rep FOMO, our personal Swifty Journeys episode, you would learn that I was not a Taylor Swift stan, 1989 through Reputation era, okay? Therefore, when I met my current day boyfriend in his fucking frat house as, I don't know, how else do you meet a boy that wasn't a frat? You meet him in the frat house. He told me one time, I vividly remember, we were sitting in a room with all of his like frat friends. They like had their neon lights on, you know, it was a party. It was a Friday night. And Kaz, my boyfriend, kept trying to get Shake It Off to play. And I went, ew, Taylor Swift. Three weeks before Lover came out. Okay, Lover, the album that changed my life. And then three weeks later, Lover did come out and I listened to it. And that's the only thing I listened to for three months because I was obsessed. That's my tangent. I literally cannot wrap my head around whatever. It's fine. Um, Can I wrap your head around somebody requesting Shake It Off and me going, ew, Taylor Swift? (laughs) No, I cannot. I mean, I'll go, ew, Shake It Off, really? Like, they heard my Rep FOMO episode. (laughs) But, like, it reminds me of... New Year's last year, New Year's Eve 2022, when literally at midnight it was turning 2022, and we're begging the DJ to play 22 by Taylor Swift because it was literally a once in a lifetime opportunity. And you know what he played? Blank Space. Blank Space, the one of the most fucking mainstream Taylor Swift songs ever. He, he did not understand the assignment. We specifically requested 22. We literally had our hands above our head with like 22. 2022. And he's like, I got you. It was fucking blank space. space. I was so mad. You can't even dance to blank space. It's RPM is bizarre. I was so excited because it was Taylor Swift. I mean, I was so excited, but I was just like, okay, well, I can't throw ass to blank space. And like, I don't know, man. Like, I understand the DJs with complexes, but like you're a shit DJ if you can't intertwine the requests that your audience is putting in with your set list. I mean, if you can't do that, you're a shit DJ. I mean, we paid cool. like 90 bucks for bottomless drinks. Yeah. And we were at a Scottish Rite yeah. Temple. It's not like we were expecting the world's best service from the DJ in the bar. I mean, like, it's wild to me when DJs don't take requests. This is literally what your audience wants. It's from your you. job. When people request very specific songs by an artist, they're not just looking for that artist. I mean, at least he played Blank Space and not Shake It Off. I would have been furious if he played Shake It Off. Listen, I can get down to Shake It Off, but like it was New Year's Eve 2022. Yeah, what the fuck? everyone else jammed out to 22 at midnight. Not us. Not us. And I will never have that moment again. We, we did make a cute TikTok. We sure did. What's next? Anyway, Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Another Easter egg that Taylor Swift laid, if you will. And her jade, what was the word? Jade green? Jade. Yeah, jade green. Jade green, right? On her jade green cover, there's a vinyl on the floor. And the, like, label on it is a labyrinth. And when she went to the Toronto Film Festival, she kept dropping the word labyrinth. 
Unbelievable. Yeah. So there's another, like a month there's another Easter egg. I wonder if she likes that movie. And you know what? Like that, I mean, she, yeah, literally like at the Toronto Film Festival, she talked about the movie Labyrinth. If you listen to our Easter egg episode, she did an interview during the Lubber era before me came out with Brendan Urie. And she mentioned Panic at the Disco. And she specifically, Jesus, she specifically called that out and said that was an Easter egg. She called out Brendan Urie and Panic at the Disco on purpose because she had a song upcoming with him as a feature. She literally mentions Labyrinth during the Toronto International Film Festival. And Labyrinth is an incredibly famous movie from like 1986. And it stars like David mm-hmm. Bowie. Mm-hmm. I'm well, spin the wheel. I can't. I don't even know what this song is about. <laughs> I don't even care. Spin, I don't the know spin the wheel. <laughs> the last great American dynasty. This is one of Matt's favorite songs on. Because they, so she the shouts out St. Louis. Because she sounds, shouts out St. Louis, but also I think that Matt actually likes the song, Matt being my boyfriend, for those of you who haven't listened. But tell us the lyric, And this Liv. song, I will tell you the lyric, bitch, but I need to make this point first. <laughs> make the point, sorry. So this song is like, I feel like Danny's song in a way. Okay. Because mm-hmm. Rebecca wrote up on the whatever train rode up on sunny. the afternoon train it was sunny her roommate's name is rebecca her salt box Something house some, took her mind, her off, saint took her mind off saint louis her boyfriend lives in saint louis and then she buys a house or she like buys a house in rhode island which her you know our friend maddie is from rhode island danny's song this is very weird very bizarre it's very bizarre. It's your song too. You're friends with all of those people. I suppose so, but you have a little bit of a closer relationship with Rebecca and Matt than I do. That's fair. Okay, okay. I love that song. What's, <laughs> what's the lyric? Oh, facing out at the midnight sea. They say she was seen on occasion, facing the rock staring out at the midnight sea. They say she was seen on occasion, pacing the rocks, staring out at the midnight sea. Big old This gold. wheel knows the lyrics that have midnight in it, I swear. Big gulp. Finish it. Peer pressure. I'm being a mom right now. You don't want to hang out with me. I want to hang out with you every minute of every hour. I just have to peace. Jesus Christ. My tummy hurts. Sorry, Olivia's busy pouring White Claw into her pre-mixed beverage. What's Chango Love? Probably the song that I am the most excited for. Oh my god, you said it like four times. Karma, baby. Yeah, Karma, I believe, is actually the song you're most excited for. All I think about is Karma. Karma. So we haven't done the episode yet, but if you listen to any of our prior episodes, you've probably heard Olivia mention that she... Fully subscribe Taylor Swift conspiracy theory. The karma conspiracy theory, which in one sentence is that after 1989, there was supposed to be an album that was pop rock called Karma, semicolon. It was ruined because of the Kimye drama, Karma, and thus reputation was released in 2017. One sentence. Dive fully subscribe to this conspiracy theory you cannot tell me otherwise i bet you can pull clips from me saying that exact phrase for multiple other episodes you can't tell me otherwise 
there was supposed to be a missing album and I don't think it was supposed to be called Karma. I don't think that was like the name Taylor Swift had for it, but that's like the Swifty code word for that missing album. I believe that that was not what it was supposed to be called and that maybe a song on it was called Karma and that could be the song we're about to get. Taylor Swift knows. She knows. She pays attention. In her Midnight's Mayhem with Me episode where she announced the track title Karma, she's like, Karma. (laughs) And giggled. She knows. She knows. Unbelievable. Like, I don't know if the album was actually going to be called Karma or not, but she knows that the series. We're not getting invited to a secret session by calling Taylor bitch. It's you, me, and Brian Licious sitting in a corner. I love that man. Me too. (laughs) But like, he's gonna get invited to a secret session. <laughs> Taylor's like to shit. <laughs> I don't know if Karma was the name of the album. I don't care. I it's... don't think Karma was the name, but it's our code name. What is the song? Especially because of the man music video. I don't want to get too far into this because we're gonna do an entire episode and I'm about to go yeah. feral. What if Karma, the song, is the song that she did right during that time and that's what she was alluding to? I don't know. Or the lyrics, the lyrics could be like, I was supposed to release Karma. You ruined everything, or it has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> I don't. I bet you it has nothing to do with anything. She's leading us on. She loves to. God. Anyway, Spin the wheel. Rolling it. Mm. Enchanted. The lingering question kept me up. Two a.m. Who do you love? I wonder till I'm wide awake. Lingering question kept me up. Two a.m. Who do you love? I- so that's two drinks let's go for it so somebody asked me the other day when i hear 2 a.m what song do i think of and i felt so cripplingly guilty because it wasn't a taylor swift song and it wasn't enchanted i thought of breathe by anna nalik 2am and she calls me cause I'm still awake Can you help me unravel my latest mistake? So you don't think of Breathe by Taylor Swift. It's 2am feeling like I just lost a friend. Yeah. Can we take two drinks for that one? Yeah. Yes, we can. That's I don't know. Funny. I thought about that. Think, is that a Grey's Anatomy song? Was that featured on Grey's Anatomy? It was featured on Grey's Anatomy on the episode where Meredith Grey pulls the bomb out of somebody's body and hands it off to the bomb squad. And as he's walking away with the bomb, very slowly it explodes. And she lives with the bomb squad guy dies. He shows up in a later episode. It's all very dramatic. But I haven't watched that much of Grey's Anatomy, but like it sounds like a Grey's Anatomy song. It was. Excellent. Yeah, that song makes me cry but even before i watched grace anatomy that song made me cry anyway not related uh track 12 on the album sweet nothing like sweet nothing singular yes that's why it intrigues me because i don't know what the fuck it means singularly because plural it has a very intentional described meaning singular a sweet one sweet a solo sweet nothing one can i order one sweet nothing please like what the and isn't this one of the ones that has a remix in the target edition 
Yeah. Yes. Um, Sweet Nothing has a piano remix. And You're On Your Own Kid has a string strings remix. Yes. I'm a fucking hoe for a Taylor Swift song with strings. Um, the Moment I Knew, Haunted, love those songs. Piano, though. Piano. I don't know. I'm a little thrown off by the word remix. Piano version is what her album's previously stated for like forever and always piano version or haunted acoustic version i don't know man what is strings remix and piano am i I gonna gonna throw my ass in the club to you're on your own kid piano remix i don't know remix implies that it's a clubby remix exactly i don't have strong feelings about sweet nothing because it could go so many different directions because we know what the phrase sweet nothings technically means. my Again, my brain goes to the things that, like, to romance things. And not because it's Taylor Swift, but because maybe because I'm in love or some shit. I don't know. Right. But, like, he whispers a sweet nothing in my ear. Little does he know that that's all I want yeah. to hear. <laughs> sweet nothing, though, does really sound like a Taylor Swift song title to me. Absolutely. It was only a matter of time. Yeah, Sweet Nothing to me sounds like the most Taylor Swift song title on this track list. More than Midnight Rain? Those are tied probably, honestly. Sweet Nothing though, very much so. Midnight Rain, like, yeah. We only have one more song on the original track list. We're gonna do a 13th, or sorry, excuse me, we're gonna do a 14th because there is the Target exclusive. And then we're going to hit on some few others that do the midnight thing or the middle of the night thing. And then we're going to go to sleep. Oh, Olivia's making a face. What song is it? <laughs> Forever Winter. There's two quotes. The first one is, I call just checking up on him. He's up. 3 a.m. pacing. I call just checking up on him. He's up. 3 a.m. pacing. Three drinks. Okay. Oh, we're doing them right now. Okay. Three drinks. The oh, second God. quote is I call just checking up on him. He's up. 5 a.m. wasted. Oh, that's what you meant by bad, is it was going to be a lot of booze. <laughs> Five. I call just checking up on him. He's up. 5 a.m. wasted. Oh, Matt loves Forever Winter. Keep bringing Matt up. I love him. Okay. Forever winter. If you go. Okay. So track is called Mastermind, which is the 13th track. This album has 13 tracks. She loves 13. It comes to her. She says, I have no idea what Mastermind is going to sound like because there are so many different angles that this could take. It could be you like think about her masters. It could be you were a mastermind undermining me with my masters with a lot of her like closing songs i think evermore i think daylight i think hoax like they're not really impactful is the wrong word but that's the word i think of they're not like punch you in the face type this is the most amazing song you've ever heard it's you need to sit with it a little bit and digest it for you to understand the full value of it so to me mastermind is not going to be the most amazing song we've ever heard on the first listen it could be really heavy though it could be 
her talking about her insecurities, which we have our entire series, the remaining relevant series about like that. They say I'm a mastermind. I always feel like I'm behind. It could be, I don't know. We'll see. But mastermind, just the title itself doesn't intrigue me the most. But that means nothing. Yeah. About how this much I like is it. the true album closer. Despite the 14th bonus track on the Target exclusive edition that we know of. This is the true closer to the song, to the album. Yeah. But the title itself doesn't give away a whole lot to me. I agree. Let's spin the wheel again. Mine. I remember that fight to 30 a.m. as everything was slipping right out of our hands. So two, two and, and a half, half drinks. drinks. Um, I'm really intrigued by track 14, let me just say. It's called Hits Different, which is very much like a Gen Z, cusp millennial term. It really is. Can you imagine Taylor Swift, the most millennial, millennial of all the millennials, coming out with a track that says Hits Different? I just want to know what it's about because it sounds like it's about drugs. I very rarely use the term Hits Different unless I'm talking about something OSA. And we have the track Snow on the Beach. Taylor. Your love hits different. Like, Taylor girl, your love hits different. I swear to God, if that's the fucking hook, I'm going to be disappointed. Me too, but I'll also be like, oh, because like your it. love hits different. Yeah, no shit. That's the hook. But You're it's a target bonus that. track. It's a target bonus track. My hopes aren't as high of standards as they would be for a normal track. But it's still a Taylor Swift bonus track. Okay. When we, when we say Taylor Swift bonus track, we think Wonderland. Wonderland. You are in love. New romantics. The lakes. It's time to go right where you left me. We're going to see, but Hits Different is such like a cliche, like millennial Gen Z cusp phrase that it could be something totally basic. Yeah. And that's just the way it goes. Basically, the moral of the story, we're very intrigued by many of these song names. We what are, the heck, Taylor? This entire album, I, I'm really excited about hearing. I'm very nervous about hearing because of all these merch shops. I own like seven different copies of this album that I've never fucking heard a single I fucking talk about of. it. I've bought all four CDs. I've bought all four vinyls. <laughs> I have all four signed CD inserts and all four signed vinyl inserts plus the vinyl fucking clock. Listen, I... <laughs> Taylor... My capitalist queen. My capitalist queen. <laughs> Jesus. There's many a songs we didn't hit. Hold on, I felt queasy looking at my screen. To finish off, I know we're doing the wheel, but now we need to close this episode. So to finish off, we're going to mention all the other songs where Taylor Swift says the word midnight or references midnight or in the middle of the night. Teardrops on my guitar. I put his picture down and maybe get some sleep tonight. She can't sleep that night. Midnight. Mary's song. Take me back to the creek beds we turned up. 2 a.m. riding in your truck. 2 a.m. riding in your truck. It all at me. Is here next to me. That's 2 a.m. not midnight. It's the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. The way I loved you. I miss screaming and fighting and cursing. Jesus Christ. 
I miss screaming and fighting and kissing in the rain. It's 2 a.m. and I'm cursing, I'm cursing your, your name. Untouchable. In the middle of the night when I'm in this dream, it's like a million little stars spelling out your name. We were happy. We used to walk along the streets when the porch lights were shining bright. Before I had somewhere to be, back when we had all night. Treacherous. Two headlights shine through the sleepless night. Get you, get you alone, drink up. <laughs> mm, the fan fave. All too well. <laughs> there we are again in the middle of the night. We're dancing, dancing around in the, the kitchen, kitchen in the refrigerator <laughs> light. There we are again in the middle of the night. We're dancing around the kitchen in the refrigerator light. AKA any boys that listen. If you twirl your girlfriend around in the refrigerator light, it's going to go well for you. It's going to go well for you. I almost do. I bet this time of night you're still up. I bet this time of night you're still up. Take a drink. Up next, Danny is your favorite. Nothing new. I've had too much to drink tonight. Same. And I know it's sad, but this is what I think about. And I wake up in, in the middle, middle of, of the, the night. night. It's like I can feel time moving. Wake up in the middle of the night. It's like I can feel time moving. Devastating. Drink. Okay. Up next, we have style. <laughs> Midnight. Oh, that's easy. Come and pick me up. No headlights. Midnight night. Come and pick me up. No headlights. That's it's right. A big, a big old gulp. Uh, Taylor Swift cannot fucking sleep because up next we have I Wish You Would. It's 2 a.m. 2 a.m. In your car. Windows down. Past my street. The memory stop. In your car. Windows down, you pass my street, the memories start, two drinks. Mm-hmm. Danny, you gotta do a refill because she continues with I wish you would. It's 2 a.m. in my room, headlights pass, the window pane, I think of you, two more drinks. Okay, next. Wildest dreams. You see me in hindsight, tangled up with you all, all night. night. A sip. That's like a sleepless night. Because to be fair, Taylor Swift only hinted at midnights with these are 13 sleepless nights. We don't know why. Mm, or when. Sleepless nights. Like I imagine like 
a night of infatuation with someone new could be really sleepless. Up next is this love. Tossing, turning, struggled through the night with someone new. Tossing, turning, struggled through the night with someone new. That's a gulp. Gulp. Because that's a sleepless night because you can't stop fucking thinking about the person you want to be with. Up next, we have You Are In Love. Coffee. 1989. At midnight. Small talk. He drives coffee at midnight. Gulp. Next. She continues on in You Are In Love with One night he wakes, strange look on his face, pauses and says, you're my best friend. Mm, sip. Up next, we have New Year's Day. I want... Your midnights. I want your midnights, but I'll be cleaning up bottles with you on New Year's Day. But I'll be cleaning up bottles with you on New. This deserves a bigger drink because this is the only Taylor Swift lyric that has midnight plural. Midnights. It also, for a very long time, was my favorite on Reputation. What's your favorite now? I don't really know. Might be Don't Blame Me, not that I really listened to the album, and also that I'm not, like, bitter about love. But New Year's, e- New Year's Day was, like, my favorite for a long time. I remember when it was your favorite. I did not know that it was not your current favorite. It might still be. I don't really know. I love that song. Up next, we have Paper Rings. The moon is high, like your friends were the night that we first met. Went home and tried to stalk you on the internet. Like your friends were the night that we first met Went home and tried to stalk you on the internet Sip That's a sip However, she continues later on With Now I wake up in the night And watch you breathe Weird Sip again Ooh. And up next is one of my favorites Okay. Daylight I want to be defined By the things that I love Not the things that I hate not the things that I'm afraid of. Not the things that haunt me in the middle of the night. I just want to be defined by the things that I love. The things I hate. Not the things I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of. The things that haunt me in the middle of the night. I... Take a, drink, a big gulp for that. Big old gulp for big that gulp. one. Alright, and I swear to God, we're almost done. Okay. My tears ricochet. And when you can't sleep at night, you'll hear my stolen lullabies. And when you can't sleep at night, you'll hear my stolen lullabies. I think that's a sip. A sip? And when you can't sleep at night? Yes. She doesn't that... say when you can't sleep in the middle of the night. You finish your drink? Almost. Okay, because you have more. How much more? I've got about Five drinks left. A couple. Okay, we can make it. Up next, we have Hoax. My twisted knife. My sleepless night. My windless fight. This has frozen my ground. My sleepless night. My windless fight. Sleepless night. That's a big gulp. (laughs) Hey, Manuel. Yeah. 
Last but not least. Last but not least. Last but not least. We have no body, no crime. Estee's been losing sleep. Her husband's acting different. And it smells, and it smells like, like infidelity. Estee's been losing sleep. Her husband's acting different and it smells like infidelity. She can't sleep. I'll finish my drink because it's the last one. Finish your drink. Mm. Man, oh man. Well, there's lots of middle of the night references. And for the first time ever, I'm not going to ask you what you Tay learned. Because that's not the point of this fucking episode. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we will actually Tay learn something (laughs) this week. We will. Because the actual album comes out tomorrow. And tomorrow night at midnight, I guess. And (laughs) at midnight. But what are we talking about next week? We're talking about like general album review. Midnight's first impressions. So we'll be talking about how we felt and how we celebrated. You know, I know I mentioned earlier. Oh, God. I know I mentioned earlier in the episode that Danny is flying to Michigan and we're doing this big old midnight. <laughs> Jesus, I've had too many white claws. I'm keeping these in the app. Yeah, I I know. <laughs> Listen, when I drink any sort of carbonation, I'm burping. It doesn't matter what kind of carbonation. I am burping. Anywho, Danny is coming to Michigan for the Midnight's release. Yes. And if you want to see how we celebrate, please follow us on Instagram and TikTok. We will be documenting the entire journey because... Listen, Danny doesn't know just how extra our setup is going to be, but it's going to be really fucking extra. So especially tune in on TikTok at Taylorning Podcast, Instagram, Taylorning Podcast. We will keep you updated on how we celebrate. Please let us know how you're going to celebrate. This is a true celebration if you will yes we are building a happy healthy and communicative swifty community so get involved with us we're so excited that this is happening and so excited that you're all along with the ride please tell us your favorite like the the song please tell us the song that you're the most excited for because i'm dying to know i'm the most excited for lavender haze vigilante shit and karma I cannot wait for you're on your own kid, vigilante shit and karma. And I guess for this week, my name is Danny. And I'm Olivia. We are your tipsy Swifties. We are your tipsy, beyond tipsy Swifties. And we can't wait to listen to Midnight's with you. Hi. I'm going to bed. Love okay, you. love you. Mm-hmm. Mwah. Mwah. Good night, Kaz. Good night. <laughs> love you all. Love, love you. you. Oh, he just grabbed my boob. He grabbed me. I love you. I love you too. Good night. Good night.